on MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601, and Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. Our guest today, John Abel of Abel's Premier Pest. Today's the day we help you get rid of all the pests trying to get into your home. It's the bug show. So what pests are crawling around your home? Ants in my house. Do you have a spider or ant problem? about roaches or termites? Have they invaded your home? How do you keep flies and mosquitoes away? And do bug sprays and traps actually work? Or is that just the water bag of sulfate? Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Let's keep going with that sledgehammer thing, man. That was cool. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101. It is the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I had my Elvis going on there for a second. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. Our guest today is John Abel of Abel's Premier Pest. Today's the day we help you get rid of all the pests trying to get into your home. It's the bug show. So what pests are crawling around your home? Do you have a spider or ant problem? Yes. Have roaches or termites invaded your home? How do you keep flies and mosquitoes away? Some of that stuff you folks are doing is just silly. I mean, really. And do bugs, sprays, and traps actually work? Share your comments and experiences with us by calling uh, this morning at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Now, remember, this morning I have two general contractors and then one bug man in here. So we we got a lot of knowledge in this in this room right now. I am none of that. So so you can call and get free advice from the bug man or two general contractors. So there you go. 877 MPB ring. How's everybody doing today? Oh, I'm wonderful. doing great. Yeah. Now, what's going on, man? Oh man, that just a slew of everything. You were you were talking about a tree falling on a house with bugs on it? Yes, uh, actually, I have bugs. Um, you know, the house it had a lot of damage. I couldn't believe it. You know, the tree was awesome enough, you know, destructive. But in re- removing all that debris and everything and trying to fix the structure back, we discovered um, a fleet of bugs, a uh, different type of, I don't know exactly what they were, but they were moving real fast. They had to look like rice and looked everything like rice. all together, and, and they were biting. And, and I just said, how did ants get up here? But... Uh, you I've, know, see, I've seen the rice stuff. Yeah. I'm like, what is that? That's anyway. like a mothership or something. Right, right. That's how they get down here. Uh, Jeff, how's it going with you, man? Man, it's it's uh, it's going great. Um, the um, the flood victims, I guess we can call. I, right. I don't know what to call them, but anyway, it's it's uh, it's sad. It really is. There were some people out there that got a lot of water in their houses. Right. Um, fortunately. I've met a lot of the insurance adjusters. Mm-hmm. Most of them are from out of town, mm-hmm. and uh, they are treating the flood victims very, very fairly. Oh, good. So oh, that's very, great. very that's good impressed with our insurance industry right now. That's good. So before I get crazy on this, and with you mentioning the flood, Jeff, uh, John, d- did, the, did the flood bring you any presents? Well, you know, it, uh, always when water gets high, it pushes things toward your home. You know, ice, snakes, and right. you know things. I saw a video you. of a snake going through a home the other day and I, <laughs> swimming through the yeah. home. Yeah, we yeah. have uh, we've had a lot of a uh, lot of calls on on snakes. Uh, normally, water snakes. Uh, we have had a few poisonous ones, but you know, it's uh, mo- so far. Right, uh, mostly been like water. There's snakes. a fair percentage of the population that doesn't care whether that snake's poisonous or not. <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs> snakes yes. are good for the environment. I mean, I they really are. I'm sure know. they are. <laughs> yeah. Right. All um, right. Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. There's some crazy craziness going on. We were talking before you got here, John. We got into a conversation. I was talking about 
my wife lawnmowering over ant beds in the backyard the other day and, of course, getting eaten up in the process. It just seems the ants are everywhere this year. Maybe I say that every year, but I don't know why, in in my neighborhood at least, it's just the mounds, it's multiplied, it's everywhere. And you were saying something earlier that kind of floored me because I've been chasing these ants away for a decade in that house. And now you're like, you've, you've basically told me, folks, off the air, he told me, well, you're not going to be able to do that anymore. It doesn't work anymore. What's well, going on? Well, what you know, it, right now, of course, we we didn't really have a winter this year, uh, uh-huh. much one at all. Uh, but you know, the mounding ants on the outside are, are, are fire ants uh, of different variety of fire ants. Uh, and, and right now, the ground is soft, and they're and they're they're mounding uh-huh. uh, a lot when the grout is easier to uh, right. to bore through. Uh, but you know, once you get ants in the house, people. People just generally spray them with raid, uh-huh. and you know that's that's not a good idea uh, because uh, you need to have that ant because we have so many different variety of ants identified by pest control specialists uh-huh. uh, because there's an ant out there it's called a feral ant, and once you spray that ant with a uh, with a uh, repellent which uh-huh. is raid or or, or right. bingle or whatever, uh, it causes that ant and it's the only one of its kind to split off and make another mound on your wall. So now you have two mounds on your wall. And then they start feeding again, and you spray them again. Now you got four mounds and so on. And then, you know, in, okay, in a matter wants, of six months. Who outside of me wants to run from their house on fire at this point? <laughs> I mean, it's just, that scares me to death that they're that they're in the wall of the house. Right. Fairways, they, they do mound in the wall. But, you know, there there are things you can do for them. I mean, you know, you bait. Bait is a good thing for fairways. It will, over a period of months, get rid of them. And it's not an overnight thing. Is that it's, that granule stuff you uh, No, it's a, actually a, a liquid gel uh, that uh-huh. you put out in their path. Instead of, you know, uh-huh. Spraying them while they're feeding, you go uh-huh. ahead and feed them while they're feeding, and they take it back to the to the hive and or the mound, and it it uh, they generate it to the population, and it kills them off. Um, you know, so it, it's some you know, but if you spray it with raid, it's it's not a good thing. Uh, it really is. Wow, that's something, man. There's an entire industry that hates you right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, you know what? The the calls are already coming in, and uh, let's go to Callie and Collins. Got a question on what she's calling boar bees. Are you with us, Callie? Yes, I am. All right, so good so morning. good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good. Love your show. Well, thank you very much, ma'am. So, so what's your question this morning? Oh yeah, I'm about warm arm out with a tennis racket, trying to kill the more bees. But <laughs> the more I kill, the more show up, and they are, you know, they're just drilling all over the wood. And uh, what uh, what can what what can you do safely and and to be rid of them? Outside of metal fashion, you know. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> well, the blue paint really, I mean, painting actually helps some, but blue paint really does, does, does it really make a difference because I've, I've treated so far about nine houses that have blue paint on that have uh, carpenter bees. These are, you know, what you call boar bees are carpenter bees. Right. And, then, you know, they're bored into your wood to lay eggs, a female. Uh, mm-hmm. But what, what you could do, uh, you know, you can... Uh, on your own, you could buy uh, a, a, a small amount of, of what they call Delta dust. It's a repellent, and uh, they will they will sell it to you as a personal. I mean, for your home, right? Uh, a small amount. And what you have to do is you take this as a dust, and you and it's just tedious, but you put it in each hole. And oh wow! You, you put it in each hole, and what's a repellent? And it and it keeps them pushed out. They won't go back in there to lay eggs. Uh, then you plug the hole. You know. Uh, but to get rid of them completely, uh, that's where you're going to have to touch base with your uh, pest control person uh, because they're going to have to do uh, what they call a spray down of the wood to uh-huh. actually keep them from landing on the wood. Oh. Um, you know, they, they, well, they, they'll land and they chew on it and then it kills them. Well, let me, let me ask you. You said uh, once you put this stuff in the hole, eventually you can fill the hole. Right. And uh, what, what does one fill the hole with? Like wood putty? Well, and actually, you know, wood putty will work, but I mean, it, what's the best? It looks more professional is to get you a dial rod uh-huh. and, and tap it in and cut it off, or, or cut it off and tap it in there with a wood mallet, and it just you it's paintable and it looks a little bit better than. Now, tell people what a dial rod is. <laughs> okay, it's yeah. a, it, a dial rod is a small uh, piece of wood. It's round, uh, and uh-huh. it's usually the size of your small finger uh, up to you. I mean, you right. can get them as large as uh, a couple of inches, you know. Sure, but right. it's a small yeah. dial rod, you know, and on a on a on a hole, uh, uh-huh. about a half inch is what normal. 
normally a carpenter mm-hmm. bee drills, and about a half inch will cover the hole, and you cut it off, and, it, and you've got wood with wood instead of right. you know a fake wood with wood right. or, or, or silicon with wood. So it'll last longer, yeah. and it looks better. And, Callie, you can find that at hardware stores, and they look like if you've ever put together one of those particle board pieces of furniture, they almost always include dowels in there that they use that's kind of what you're looking for they're usually about two inches long when you buy the when you buy the cheap furniture you know that you put together (laughs) right yeah that's i know i know it's out okay where can you buy this delta uh well (laughs) it's you go online and there's this there's a company called uh do-it-yourself pest okay and they'll sell an x amount of the of chemical to a homeowner for your own personal use uh and you know you can get it it's called delta dust and it it is a it's it's a repellent and you you know you're gonna have to wear your what we call pp is your protective protective gear because it it if you get your eyes it will sting i mean Mm -hmm. it is a pyrethrin and uh and a dust form but it it will repel them it'll keep them out of that back out of that hole that you don't want them in there because what they're doing they lay an egg for next year's bees to come out Mm -hmm. and start you know, again, chewing on your wood. Um, you know, John, I've found, too, uh, typically when you order something like that, when the homeowner orders something like that, aren't they going to pay much more than what you're going to pay for it? Well, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, of course, we get we get those chemicals at a, you know, at a, a discounted rate. Sure. Because we're coming. But, you know, when you go through it, let's say it's a Delta Dust, I can get it at, at Oldham Chemical for five bucks. You're going to pay 15 online. Yeah. Okay. okay. You know, so. which oh, is still so, not horrible. So but but in turn, it may be with the risk of the chemical, it may be uh, advantageous just to hire a, a professional. Man. Right. To come do this. Right. You know, what what you do is, you know, uh, with carpenter bees, um, once you, you hire a pest control specialist to come out there or a person, a professional, uh, they're going to uh, spray your house down. And they should uh, give you some type of a guarantee on how long it's going to last. Uh, you know, different chemicals have a, a, a longer uh, period of staying on your wall. Like a mm-hmm. WP will last through many rains, probably a couple of two or three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you use a, a non-wettable powder, just a regular, uh, uh, what's called EC, is a falsifiable concentrate, it washes off faster. So mm-hmm. the person, um, and, and, and you know, when you hire any any pest control Company, you need to research that company first, right? Uh, you know, because you you have some that are, are a little better at things than others. Right. Um, so, but yeah, you, once you get a, a person out there, if if you don't want to do it yourself or you're kind of scared to do it yourself, because mm-hmm. they are kind of a tedious thing, uh, you know, the the the, the carpenter bees. Uh, they should be able to take yeah. care of that for you. Right. The high fat right. they coming out on you, you know, that's enough right there. Right. <laughs> All right. There we go. Uh, I appreciate that. We're, uh, you know, we need to take a real quick break first. But Mary and Jackson, you got to hang on. Ann and Clinton, you got to hang on. We're going to get to you. We got a pro here for you today. It's free advice. So there we go. Uh, we'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what bugs or pests do you have trouble with? What sprays or traps have worked? What has it worked for you? Uh, call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. standing member of MPB Think Radio. We appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Uh, 
Okay. It was good, too, Joe. All right. Here we go. Welcome back to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. Our guest today, Mr. John Abel of Abel's Premier Pest. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. All right. Let's go ahead and go to Mary in Jackson, uh, and she's got a question about her water heater. Are you with us, Mary? Yes, I am. So what's going on with this water heater? I wanted to ask a question, if it's appropriate for this segment. Sure. Uh, I live in a home with a hot water heater in the attic, mm-hmm. and I want to know if it's possible to move it down to a lower level because I'm afraid of the, it breaking and water going every place. Right, right. Uh, well, that is absolutely possible, um, but let's let our contractors weigh in. Um, yeah, Mary, w- w- yes, you can definitely move that. Now, um, something I would consider, one, what is the age of the current water heater? And instead of going to that expense of moving that one, consider going a tankless water heater and leave the water heater in your attic. That is not a terrible place for a water heater. Because uh, think about it. If that water heater bursts and it's on the ground floor, it's going to do the same amount of damage if it bursts in your attic. The only thing you're going to add to that is the ceiling. So it's not a horrible thing to have it in your in your attic. Sure. Okay. I would say um, you can um, take it down if you want to, but... Uh, Economy, uh, I would say tankless would be better. And uh, take advantage of um, whatever you do. Make sure you got the proper drain and everything hooked up for safety because things do go wrong in, uh, in a case like that. Right. If it was properly installed and you have, or, uh, Mary, I'm sorry, you have much less to worry about. If it was if it was installed, and if that thing's been up there for 20 years, um, it's not a bad idea to just replace it. And you'll never you'll replace the unit. And if it was installed properly, you'll never have to worry about it. So, yeah. Right. Well, the pain. I have a tankless. I mean, uh, you can't beat a tankless. No, that's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Appreciate it. Uh, we're going to go on to Ann, and Clinton has got a comment about uh, ants and roaches. Yes. And this one is going to scare a lot of people away. So what's going on? You better believe it because I was given a microwave and don't recall about a year ago having any roaches in it, and now it has become an incubator. <laughs> For your microwave? My microwave. Have you tried to microwave the roaches? Uh, well, I put water in, and uh, you know, so it wouldn't blow up. And I opened the door, and these little ones were just running around, having a good time <laughs> inside your microwave. So let me let me tell you first and foremost, Ann. Uh-huh. I was I was in you know the 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 largest retailer in the world the other day. <laughs> And you can pick up one of them things for forty bucks. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. That, but the first time I noticed anything was over the clock. You uh-huh. know, the US, so you see what your thermometer, what temperature you're using, what have you, and the clock. And I kept noticing. I'd look at twelve o'clock, and maybe it would say twelve dash two little lines, and then a one. And I thought, well, I tapped it, and it moved. <laughs> oh. Okay. Now this is what I've done. I got desperate. I have saved the top off of a, uh, one of those cans that you uh, uh, put oil in the stuff, the little small, long spout on it, uh-huh. and put it on a fogger. Okay. I have fogged that stupid thing. <laughs> Still, they're running around in that clock. Wow. I have put it in every hole that I... I watch them sometimes when I'm waiting for the wash and find out how they're coming in and out. It doesn't matter. They hey, find it. Ann, they have, have you up. have you contacted a uh, exterminator? No. Because here's what's going on, Ann. Okay. And and I'm going to let a real professional tell you the stats on this. Okay. But if you can see a bunch of roaches running around in a particular spot of your house, yeah. You want to finish that, John? Well, you know, yeah, you know, yes. If you got them, especially your microwave is one of the 
bigger areas we have. I mean, that, that's always in the microwave. And the reason is, is those things get in the motor, and they, they're not really in the microwave. They're in the, either the door or, like she said, in behind the, the electrical part of the mm-hmm. microwave. Uh, you know, uh, flushing, what you're talking about flushing, uh, or I guess spraying uh, some uh, some type of aerosol inside of it, it does work. But, you know, when you have something of that nature, if you want to keep it, like you said, I, I would throw it away. But if you want to keep it, mm-hmm. get some type of bait, you know, and put in the vents on the back. And then, you know, in, when you open it, there's a little gap on the door the hinges are mm-hmm. put it up in there and it'll it'll actually attract them to that and they'll come to it and you know feed on it and it'll kill them uh of course this is a place you're cooking your food well sure so. but i mean you know the bait the basic would normally that we use uh avion it, it really only affects mm-hmm. uh the cockroach it doesn't affect any, anything any person right but safe to eat. you don't you're not gonna put it inside the microwave <laughs> actually you're just putting in the door hinge oh, okay. or in the back of the microwave where the motor actually or the electronic uh-huh. motor is you put it in those little vents and it attracts them to it because if they were actually inside the microwave it would cook them like anything else you know okay. if they actually got inside the door, but they're in the door panel. This is the grossest uh, conversation I've ever had. On <laughs> <laughs> but if you've got them in the microwave, more than likely uh, you have them other places because they probably have migrated, uh, and you really do need to get a, a a professional out there to look at it. But if you want to try to do it yourself, get some bait called Avion. Uh, you could do it if that do it yourself past and, and bait the areas and it, it's a little pea size and do it in your drawers and your microwave and your and your uh, uh, your can opener uh, anything that's got an electric motor in it you want to put bait in it okay well I I, I would I, I would get a flamethrower at this point if they were in my microwave. I mean, I'm telling you, I, and I, I'd really think about going shopping. Right. Someone had given her that already with the roaches in it, and yeah. she didn't well, not know it. But, but you know what? Here, here's the thing. Just going out and getting a new microwave is not going to kill them. No. Yeah, they're just going to move to the new microwave. <laughs> yeah. So... I would. I would. Well, I meant the flame. I meant the flamethrower to the <laughs> house. Yeah. yeah, you have an infestation. Just right. okay. call the exterminator and, and call an exterminator. And call your insurance agent, or just call an exterminator. Right there, you go. Okay, uh, let's see. What's what's next, Java? We're we going to Kelly and McHenry. Oh man, yeah, Kelly and McHenry, and uh, this is this is one of nightmares. Kelly, are you with us? Yes. So tell us about what's going on with you. Okay, so the last time I moved, I moved into a place that was infested with bed bugs. Mm. And I lost everything. I mean, I had to get rid of everything. And so I'm trying to move to a different place. But is there something I can do to kind of preemptively strike? Like, is there something I can do before I bring all of my new, nice things into this place that, you know, make sure there's no bugs in there that are going to ruin my life? again right right oh man i feel so bad for you bed bugs that's the worst all right go for it john well bed bugs uh, bed bugs are an epidemic in the united states mm-hmm. um pretty much everywhere i guess but uh what with bed bugs they're very very small when they are hashed out and they're clear and they're hard to see um what what you can do to help protect yourself uh if you're going to try to do it yourself is to um uh, take all your clothes out of your dresser and stuff and wash them twice and dry them three times back to back. Um, oh, no, I already did all of that. Okay. And yeah, I, I, um, this is like I'm moving into a new place. Yeah. And I, I just want to know if there's something I can do to make sure that it's clean before I move into it. Okay. Well, yes, you can, you can, you can inspect it yourself very closely uh and if it's a empty you got to understand with bed bugs they get in behind wallpaper they get in behind uh, uh baseboards i mean they pretty much get in behind everything and it's very difficult to uh find them if you know if you don't know what you're looking for because they do leave evidence uh very small amounts of evidence but they do leave evidence for a person that knows they're looking for uh you know they leave a little small fecal matter which is a blood splatter so it'll be black little black spots and uh that yeah. type thing uh along your baseboards uh you know your uh crown molding uh any any around your window sills in the rooms and, it, and like i said it's a very tedious thing to inspect for them but, you know, you get a, a very strong light and get on your hands and knees and, and get to work. And that's the only thing I can tell you. you know, it's, it's, so if it's you got find it, so huh? if you find it, what's next? What do you do? Uh, you would, I would actually, if you, whoever's leasing you the home, I would speak to them first. Because uh-huh. if it's there before you get there, then, you know, it's, it's yeah. on them. But uh, if you don't, you can get some stuff called, um, um, 
Sterafab. Yeah, Sterafab. And, and you can get Bedlam. Bedlam works. There's some couple products out there. But uh, Sterafab, it, it really, once it dries, it's gone, but it, 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 it kills immediately. And once it dries, it's gone, and it, and it doesn't harm anything. Actually, you could actually sleep on the mattress if you had it on a mattress after you use it once it's dried. It's cool. nothing but alcohol you know a hundred percent so but it, it dries out the bug it's you know bed bug is actually just a really it's just a bug and right. uh, so if you want to if you're going to do that uh it's going to be tedious but you need to expect everything everything i mean door facings it. everything if it's got carpet you pull the carpet back and look i mean it's just yeah that like that you know? My life was ruined the last time. I mean, I got rid of everything. It's, I lost everything. It's so, very expensive. Like, very expensive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Thank you. Hey, uh, Jeff, have you ever seen, is there is there anything in the insurance world that can cover if, if you get some sort of infestation? No. No? No. Not that not that I'm aware of. Right. Um and John you know, shaking that, his head. No, that, you know yeah. it's a, it's a it's a it's got to be a mammal. You know, you it's, it's, it's got to it's got to be. Uh, you get raccoons in your attic, it's covered. You get squirrels in your attic, it is not covered. Right. It's a rodent. Wow. So, so what were you asking, Java? You'd asked me something a little bit earlier. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Um, I guess as John, when you like moving into a place, is it? Uh, I guess worth it to have like an exterminator to come and just kind of like what you were telling with the young lady to um, inspect it, to have it inspected because you don't want to move into a place and then you don't set everything up and next thing you know stuff coming out, stuff yeah. coming out the walls. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. You're, you're correct. It, it is a good idea to have someone to inspect it, but uh, to to guarantee it is mm-hmm. a different it's a different story. Right, uh, because they are very hard to find. They're very hard to see. Uh, what I would say is if they're, you're going to I would have somebody come in with a um, a flushing agent, which mm-hmm. is a, a, a pyrethrin in a machine, and you run through all all your cracks and crevices, and if there's anything in there, it actually pulls them out. It makes them come out oh. of the area that, that they're in where they're hiding, and mm-hmm. uh, it makes it a little bit a uh, little bit more safe for for to find out whether they're there or not. Uh, now, I've heard I've heard an, an exterminator told this uh, that if you've been to a hotel, you've probably been exposed in some way to bed bugs. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean. Here's here's the thing, you know, you got hotels have you know different people every night, right? And you know, if you got somebody in a hotel in somewhere else, right? And they pick up something on their clothing and they come into your hotel and you and they drop off in that room, you 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 mean you got them, right? I mean, and they're in that room. But here's the problem with them is only only eight percent of the population are alert to their bite, so you know, you can have several people in that room. Be exposed to them, get and never fed notice. on, and never know, and then you have one person that, and then that's why you find out. Mostly, it's when somebody you know weps up from the from the bite of right. the bed bug uh, where they feed on you. Wow! So that's what makes them so. I mean, they, that's why they they uh, spread so fast because you may stay Most there and never and be fed on, never know, and right. I stay there and get broke out. Okay. Yeah. Man, it's just. <laughs> it gives you a conversation. Is that special kind of light or anything we need? A neon light make them glow or something? Well, you can get a, you know, you can get the the uh, the ultraviolet light, and because they do feed on blood, once they fed, it makes it easier to find. But if they haven't fed, it, it's going to be it's going to be like any other bug. Okay. You know, once they feed, right. do they change colors? Like they do. Clear, and they turn. Um... Actually, when they feed, uh, when they feed, they're clear. When they feed, they turn the color of blood, which is red, and then in the day they turn black because blood turns black once right. it coagulates. And then they shed and they turn clear again. One one quick last question: um, Do they get like a tick? Do they get bigger? Like they, they do. Oh. Every oh, time man. they feed. Okay, that's mm-hmm. the grossest thing in the world. All right, Rick <laughs> is on the line at Gulfport. He's got a question about carpenter bees. You with us, Rick? Yes. So what's going on, man? I wanted to digress to carpenter bees for a moment. Go for uh, it. I have a carpenter bee trap. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's a gentleman at our local farmer's markets who sells these things. It looks like a birdhouse with a small mason jar attached to the bottom. Uh-huh. But instead of birdhouse size holes, it has carpenter bee size holes. And the carpenter bees are curious. They go to check out this this new hole on their turf, and they get down into the glass jar, and they're not smart enough to get out. Huh. And uh, kills them dead. What is this? You, you, you know what? I saw that at... Flora, feed, and seed. How not, is someone not, not two made, days ago? How is someone Rick? not made a trillion dollars yeah. on this? <laughs> I was wondering what that was. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, uh, 
It, you know, I bought one and I, I was skeptical, but uh, the bottom of the jar is full of the carcasses of my. Really? You know. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, I have to ask. You're in Gulfport. Where'd you pick this thing up at? Uh, Ocean Springs Farmers Market. Okay. Okay. The farmers Market's a great place, this man. He makes uh, bird houses, bird feeders, you know, various things. And, and you know, mm. the house, the house part is made out of wood. Right. Of course, carpenter bees like that. Right. Wow. That's fantastic. I really appreciate that, man. Okay. You know, uh, Java, we're going to take a quick break real quick. Yeah, we're going to take a break. And remember, folks, we got a whole bunch of folks in here that are free to ask questions about whatever your contracting is. But today, Java's doing the same thing. And I bet you a lot of listeners are doing it. All of a sudden, I started noticing Java's itching everywhere. He's scratching. Right, He's got right. the bugs. <laughs> All right. Uh, so here we go. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what bugs or pests are you having trouble with? What sprays or traps have worked or not worked for you? Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. for the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. really wish we could continue with that music. I mean, really. All right. Uh, welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. Our guest today is John Abel of Abel's Premier Pest. You can join the conversation this morning by uh, calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Uh, or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Now, some of the options that we've talked about today in my yard, you know, I've gone from using the raid to like the stuff that you buy at the home store, you know, with the it's got the bottle and the little squirter on it, you know. And, oh, yes. And that stuff works good for the ones that you can see, you know. Um, but, but you just sometimes you feel like you're just moving around the mounds in the right. yard, you know, you're not actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they, once you um, hit one, you come back the next day and they're like across the street. Right, right. Yeah. You know, on the other side of the uh, slam. You, you know, I like I like John's comment. Uh, we need to bait them. Well, and, 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 and you know, instead the reason of the spray, why I, I like the bait. The reason why I'm saying this, because I wanted to bring up an old school method. That Jeff mentioned before the show. Papa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is this has been mentioned a thousand times by it's, different it's people. It's not environmental friendly, but it no, works. No, no. But everybody tries it because, well, it's kind of fun. Once they um, bite you, you want to get some um, revenge. Revenge, right. So uh, someone spoke of, you know, making a hole in the mound, pouring some diesel in it, and just let it ride. So <laughs> uh, they, they, don't don't like they don't like diesel fuel or the flames that are made from it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so John, tell me about that outside of being completely environmentally incorrect. <laughs> yeah. So what are you doing there when you uh, do that? Well, the thing is, you're just killing the top part of the mound. Oh, okay. uh, you're just killing the top part of the mound. It's, um, you, you know, you're not you're not getting down deep enough to affect them because you know down in they're at least a couple couple feet or deeper in the ground. And when you pour a diesel fuel, dig a hole in diesel fuel, it may go six inches. It may go a little further uh-huh. uh, unless you pump like. 10 gallons in right, there. Right. But uh, you're just really basically just killing the top off. Did you just say a couple of feet into the ground? Yeah, they're, they're in there. I mean, it depends on how big. Now, if you've got a mound that's a foot high, you know on the ground it's 
probably three times that deep. Oh my goodness! Is this yeah. like an iceberg kind of thing? Yeah, they, those guys are they're they they do a lot of tunneling on the ground. Even though you have a mound here, uh-huh. you're gonna have tunnels running off until they're already getting ready to build another mound. So, yeah, that's it. I'm dynamiting my whole backyard. Yes, yeah. 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 dynamite. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only know, way. Once you do the diesel, they're just gonna move. I mean, you notice they, another mound pops up about five feet away because right, they've yeah. already moved over there. Right. Um, <laughs> But uh, wow, crazy! Yeah, I thought it worked, and that doesn't work. Right? <laughs> you come back the next day, and they're back again. Yeah, man. Okay, okay. It's much smarter than us. Really. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's go to Lavelle in uh, in Louisville. Has got a question about bed bugs. See, now you have grossed out everybody, John. All right, so uh, Lavelle, are you with us? Yes, yes. How are you doing? Good. So, what's going on? Uh, yes, I have an Airbnb uh, in New Orleans, and I wanted to know back to the bed bug uh, question. What can I do to prevent or mitigate uh, a possible infestation of uh, bed bugs from the different people coming in and out of my uh, rental? Ooh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Lock the door. <laughs> 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 I mean, really, um, there, there's really no way for you to be able to tell if somebody's got them in their clothing or on them. Or is, it, is there a way for him to treat once that person leaves? Well, yeah, you can. I mean, there are different products. Just bedlam is one. You know, uh, Steripab is another. Uh, you know, you've got some uh, uh, some stuff called Tempo uh, SC that, you know, it's just different products out there that will he can treat. And, and if you're going to treat that often, I would say something like Steripab doesn't doesn't leave a, a residual behind. It just It's just clean once it's gone. Okay, it's called Sterifab. Right. It's, it's, just, it's just grain alcohol. And it dries out everything. Where, 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 where can do you, you get it? Yeah, where do you get that? Um, you know, the, the online. Right. Uh, oh, petrol, do, you get a bowl of chemical. Best. Pretty yeah. much anywhere that has chemical that are, are commercially sold, they'll sell you a, a certain amount for yourself. Okay, so you can't roll up in the home store and grab this. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't. Okay. You're not going to be able to go to Lowe's and grab it off the shelf. Okay, okay. Um, and you only, as, a, as an individual, you can only buy a certain amount, of, of maybe I put a half a gallon. Uh, mm-hmm. Once you go past that, you're going into the commercial field, and right. you're going to have to have a license. Okay. Would a half a gallon take care of a simple case? Well, yeah, you know, it's, it's just, um, it depends on how much you're, you know, a simple case, like spraying one mattress or two mattresses or a headboard. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah you probably, it comes with a little bottle, 16 ounces, you know, yeah, so that'll what, take care of it. What's it called again? Uh, Sterifab. So... The stuff that they do sell at the home store or at your grocery store or your giant box store. The color can. Does any of this stuff work? Um, to an extent. Uh, uh-huh. Because, you know, you got to look at the – when you read the label on the can, uh, let's say I'm reading a, a fly spray of some type. Uh-huh. And I look at it, and it's got, you know, 0.01 fentanyl. Uh-huh. And then you look at my commercial stuff, and it's got 0.5. Uh-huh. That's the difference, okay, mm-hmm. your kill ratio. Uh-huh. All right? Um, where with the uh, commercially stole products, uh-huh. um, you know, I'll have a 100% kill or a 90% kill. With this, you'll have a 5% kill. I mean, uh-huh. it's made for you to buy more. I mean, they want right. you to buy as much as you can. <laughs> right. But it's it's an amount that's a, you know, on the can. Interesting. Uh, so you know. Okay. So in a in a renter's um, market, it would be best for someone to just kind of contract the service out. Is, is that something that y'all do? That's a normally? neat idea, Lavelle. Like, uh, do y'all that's a great idea. Normally, or that's something you have to request uh, when a, you know you just like a routine um, bed bug. You know, spraying like the maintenance man would do in an apartment. Do yeah, they we do. Normally spray for that. Oh yeah, they do have. You know, you know, there are companies out there that do go into uh, that uh, apartment places that mm-hmm. they hire to go in and treat after somebody moves out uh, because mm-hmm. people leave things behind, mostly cockroaches. You right. know, and sometimes bed bugs. But they, I want to be honest. Once you, unless you specify that, hey, I want this treated for this for bed bugs, mm-hmm. they're not going to get down on the hands of me, pull a baseboard back, anything like that. They're uh, just going to treat. Okay. Right, okay. okay. All right. Wow. Uh, let's just uh, keep on moving. We've got a lot of wow. calls coming in. Cindy is on the line in, uh, in Jackson. Cindy, are you with us? Yes. So what were you going to mention? I was in the multifamily housing business for over 20 years, mm-hmm. and I have two comments. One, we, we did have insurance for a big bug infestation, mm-hmm. um, so we got it. And we used it. I'm telling you. I mean, it was it was awful. In fact, they would not renew our policy. <laughs> so you can get insurance for bed bugs. So much. But the the Cindy the point I'm trying to make. Yes. Hang on. You can get insurance for bed bugs, in like yes, a commercial yes. establishment. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. No. All right. Go ahead. It wasn't very expensive, and in fact, our agent, you know. 
exclusively had it, but he lost it because he insured so many apartment uh, management companies and apartments mm -hmm. with this policy that they took it from him. Oh, wow. We were using it so much. They were oh. saying they would not renew uh, with him anymore, so we couldn't get it after the first year. Oh, okay. But we did use it. Um, now, if it's available, I, I don't know. I don't know if they took it out of Mississippi or, or what happened there. But when when there is an infestation, of course, the tenant is responsible for uh, doing their clothes, uh, depending on how bad the infestation is. They may have to get rid of every single item they have in their couches. Yeah, that, that's what that poor lady uh, did that called right, a few minutes ago. Right. It was terrible. They have to keep in mind that each that apartment where the infestation is, every adjacent apartment connected to that one apartment has to be treated. Oh, wow. Yeah. So those tenants have to go through the same deal. All right, Cindy, okay? you're freaking out the entire state right now. So yeah. Yeah. Everybody is well, we have state, it's I can't it's remember it's his title. Well, he's a doctor, uh -huh. PhD, uh, Dr. Brown. He's with the state. I don't know what, you, what his title was. But anyway, he would come speak at our convention mm -hmm. about this. Yeah. Well, it's just. It, and squirm and itch. It's, it's but, uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody here is doing the same thing, scratching, you know, hearing this. But but thank you, Cindy. We, we appreciate that. We're going to move on to Joe in Brookhaven, whom I have been promised will tell me about the ultimate ant death. So, Joe, you have the floor, sir. Okay, hang on. Okay. All right, you, you got to get ready for this. Okay, what I normally do in the spring, let's say that before I mow my yard, uh -huh. I got five ant beds in the yard. Uh -huh. I go from each ant bed, I take a shovel full of ants from each ant bed and put it into a different ant bed. And by the time I go out an hour or two later, all the ant beds are dead. What? We kill the queen, they fight, and they go to some of the ants to go down and kill the queen. Hey man. The queen is over. hey, man, if it works for you. You know, I mean, okay, go for it's been it. Like, it's been working like five years for me. Uh, that, hey, hey, that's Battle great. I mean, I'm willing to try anything at this point because they're winning at my house. I can tell you that. All and, right. And you don't have not one to remain? Is no conqueror? <laughs> no conquering one big, giant, huge ant that just wins everything. Well, yeah. normally with fire ants, what they do is um, it uh, um, fire ants will take over a mound. And they do fight amongst each other, but normally what happens is they interbreed and uh -huh. they create a different species. In other words, let's say oh, you good. have Argentine. A nuclear ant now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fire ant, and there are, there's why there's so many different species of uh, fire ant, because they will, let's say you have Argentine ant mound, they'll, they'll invade the Argentine ant mound, and then you'll, they'll, inter, they'll take them and interbreed with them. What basically. Jerks. And they'll tell you they'll do it for different species of fire ant. Okay. All right. Uh, wow. Let's move along. <laughs> we got some. We got some uh, folks squealing. And all right, uh, Brent's on the line in Poplarville, and uh, this is going to be fun. Mediterranean geckos. First, you're going to have to explain what that is, Brent. Okay. Um, there's a little white geckos that have orange and brown spots on them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so I have those all over my windows at night because you know you leave the lights on and the and the bugs come to the window, and then the geckos come and eat the, eat the bugs. And my cats <laughs> love it. The problem is that I think they're getting into my walls, and, and the cats love that too, but my wife and I don't love it when the geckos are scrabbling in the walls, and then the cats scrabble on the walls to try and get to the geckos. Well, hang on, hang on just a second. We may have, we may have a, a, a circle of life going on here. Because if if uh, if John was talking about the ants that could possibly be in your walls, and then you got geckos eating the ants, now a cat's going after the geckos. Yeah. Well, that's, that's part of my question is, uh, well, how big a space do I need to try and look for to shore up to keep the geckos out of the walls? And, or is it something where I should just kind of leave them because they're eating all the bugs that could be eating my house? Well, geckos are, you know, you can thank Katrina for the geckos up here. Uh, they, they kind of were, we didn't have any until Katrina came through, which we didn't have a lot of things when Katrina, until Katrina came through. But geckos are not a bad thing, obviously. Uh, but, it, you know, if you, they've gotten into your home, you've got to look at a, a space uh, around a quarter of an inch in that area, which is very small because they will, they will flatten out and slip through that just pretty much like any other reptile. But 
you know, snake away. I mean, which really snake away is kind of hard. If they're on the ground uh, traveling, it'll push them away. But, uh, you know, to keep them out of your house is, is going to be very difficult because you're going to seal up everything. Now, don't mistake me. You have weep holes in your house. Don't go out and concrete those things up because they're there for a reason, okay? So if you do have some uh, weep holes in your house, you think they're coming through, you can use uh, some heavy-grade steel wool that still lets that area breathe. You know, to seal up those uh, weep holes around your house in your brick. Yeah. Um, that's you know, why you they've got, got rope through them when you first find them. Yeah, around. But, that's right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yep. So you're, you know, it's got a lot of, uh, it's kind of difficult to keep those guys out. You're going to have to have a real good seal on your window seals, around your windows, your door, I mean, your door, your uh, door facings, so you got to look at that. I mean, your, the threshold, that could be a big area because if you see any light at all, then that's, they could probably slip in through there. You know, and then into your walls, they probably are coming into your, um, into your, to the weep holes on the outside. So, so you need to try to get rid of them. You know, they're not a bad thing. They're just a kind of a, they're just kind of gross people out sometimes. Right. But let uh, me give your cat something to play with. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're a reptile. I mean, right. You know, Brett. So. Uh, you know what? If that's what you've got, it may be a lot better than a lot of these other calls we're getting. So I might stick with that. All right, let's go to, um, uh, this is great. Uh, bugs freak people out, folks. We got, I can't wait to give this phone call that says fire ants versus termites. You know, and it's like this, you know, war of the world. Let's go to Laura and Petal. How to get rid of, uh, well, what are you trying to get rid of, Laura? Uh, we have um, red wasps, a lot of them this year. We didn't have them as much last year. And my husband bought this stuff called Spectracide. Which all it's done is make them mad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the bubble bath. So, yeah. Um, so I was listening to y'all talking about the bed bugs earlier and wondering if that Sterifab wouldn't work on the red wasp. Because you said that it, it pretty much just dries them out, which means they wouldn't be able to fly, so they would die, right? R right. But is with uh, red wasp, what you're going to have to do is, I mean, you might kill the nest, but you're going to have to do something to keep them from landing really on your wood and chewing and making another nest. You know, my suggestion would be is, is to get what they call a wettable powder, uh, 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 like demon or something of that nature. It's a wettable powder or demand uh, from... Um, you know, from your local uh, feed meat, feed seed store or something oh, of yeah. that nature. You yeah. know, okay. they give the small packs, and then you spray around your outside. It'll kill what's there, then it also will keep others from uh, landing and, and, and building nests there. But if it's not a wettable powder, it's not going to stay very long. Uh, but, yes, that Sterifab will, but you're going to get pretty close to them, and it'll kill them immediately, just like Stingray or anything else that's a wasp spray. But uh, that's not saying they're not going to come back and, and make another, another nest. And John, is a red wasp the same as uh, as mud wasps? Uh, no, um, a red wasp is a paper wasp. They build, uh, you know, they build paper nest, <laughs> and then they they separate them in in two categories: paper wasps. They don't say red wasp, skinny wasp, whatever. It's paper wasp or not. Uh, your mud daubers are which one that build those mud. They they're non stingable wasps, uh, and they just build a mud mud on side your house right. into a little nest. I want to I want to clarify something <laughs> for one of our folks here. Uh, uh, one of our folks in the news department, Ezra, really dislikes anything that stings. I want to clarify that the the dirt dart type wasps don't sting. They won't sting, you know. But okay, so I just want to clarify. You're not going to be that. able to distinguish right. which is which if he's uh, coming at you. you right, got, and you're, you're running the other way. Yeah, right. it stings first. Right. Swat. Okay. Uh, and, and, you know, I will tell you, I told someone the other day, wasps aren't nearly as bad as bees because they're slow and dumb. You can actually knock them down out of the air. But the duck darbles are um, kind of aggressive because they'll come at you, and they're not even trying to sting you. You're like, what? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Now, a bee, we, we want to make sure we never kill a bee. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you don't want to. Well, well, I mean, what's this never thing? Well, no, no. How can yeah, you yeah, kill honey bees? Oh, okay, honey, honey bees are different. different. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, yellow jackets, what we consider yellow jackets are ground. They, right. they, they mount in the ground. Uh what, what you'll notice, if you get stung by one, uh -huh. uh, they leave a pheromone behind, especially if you kill it, and then the others will follow that pheromone to oh, you. Yes. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. And they're coming after you again. Yeah, they will. Again, this is like a horror movie today. I know it. I, mean, I, just, got, I just got a text from uh, one of our other hosts from our, our other shows. Uh, Susan Buttress, Dr. Buttress, said your show, bed bugs, roaches, weep holes. I've learned so much. Yuck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's keep moving. We're going to go 
to William and uh, and Mobile, and oh man, I hate that this has happened to you, William. Mm. Tell me about your flea infestation. Uh, man, I have a probably a quarter acre lot, and I have an infestation of fleas that I can't seem to get rid of to save my life. Wow, that sounds pretty bad. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. I'm itching already. Everybody in the place is itching just hearing you say that. Well, the thing is, they don't bother me or my wife, uh-huh. and my animals are, are treated. But my five year old man, they just tear her up. I mean, she'll oh, no. pull with bug bites all over, mm-hmm. and I'm just, I'm scared of her getting sick. Poor thing. So, John. Come on, be the be the <laughs> crusader here. Knock out those things. Uh, we're, we're sure that it is fleas, correct? Because normally yeah, flea, flea, fleas don't more. differentiate one from another. Uh, but if you go out there with some type of white cloth, lay it on the ground, and if they because they are attracted to white, you'll be able to tell. But if they are fleas, you know, other than calling your pest pest specialist because what you're going to need is your yard treated. And it's a twofold treatment that we do uh, that I'm sure other companies do. And we put down a granular, and then we overspray it. Uh, and they both... Uh, help to contain it. Now, with fleas, it's going to it's going to take at least three treatments, up to 21 days, to break the life cycle of the eggs that's already been laid. So it's not like somebody comes out there, sprays it, and they're gone. They may be gone right then, but if you don't have it retreated over a period of 21 days, then you're going to have them right back. Mm. So you got to break the life cycle of those fleas oh. to get them get them gone. So it's like four treatments. So treatment, 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 then a, then a last treatment to make sure that they're they're gone. That's a, that's amazing. Okay. Um, uh, William, that's that's incredible. Well, one thing I heard you say that is like the cruelest joke I've ever heard. You said fleas are attracted to white. They are. And in the summer, we've been told our entire lives that if you wear white, white yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you'll be cooler outside. But now you're attracting fleas. For fleas fleas are, for some reason, are attracted to the color white. Uh, you can, like, if you think you have them in your house, you can lay a, a little tile that's down or right. toilet paper around. And if they're in that area, they'll they'll be on that in, uh, on that white in, in just a few minutes. So like a painter's convention is like Vegas for fleas. No, right. yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. there's just white everywhere. And the fleas jump around. They don't really fly. They just they hop. They hop. They can hop almost uh, 50 times their body length. And how bad is water to a flea? You know, far as. make them multiply faster or something? Like if you don't... I heard like something a, like about, a mosquito? Is that what... Yeah, like uh, for every one flea, you get 40 more. Well, not really. Uh, water doesn't, really, water doesn't affect fleas too much. They really kind of like a dryish area. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not really a damp uh, area pest uh you know they can survive but they really more like the areas that are drier you know what we went through almost an hour in the state of mississippi and didn't mention mosquito don't even say the word yet <laughs> it hasn't happened yet don't even start they still are active right <laughs> they're out there they're coming for us all right folks that's it that's the hour we're wrapping it up fix it 101 is a production of mississippi public broadcasting think radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you our show is produced by mr java chapman our call screener today was jay white for Dell moore jeff sammons and john abel of abel premier pests I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Sharita Brent. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.